Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is Dan Marino. Hi, this is Larry Zaka. Hi, I'm Zach Thomas of the Miami Dolphins. This is Mark Super Duper. I'm John Offred all. This is Paul Warfield. Hi, this is Nick Bonacani. This is Jake Scott. Gary Premian. Dick Anderson. Larry Little. Mercury Morris. Tom Vigorito. This is Don Strauss. Don Nottingham. Hey, this is A.J. Dewey. Otto Stowe. Mike Cola. It's Doug Kruzan from the 1972 undefeated Miami Dolphins. This is Marlon the Magician Briscoe. This is Mark Ingram. I'm Jim Crash Jensen. This is Don Shula. And I listen to the Pat Catello Show. It's the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello. Join us now as we talk Dolphins football or call in live with your questions or comments. And now, here's your host, Pat Catello. Okay, good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Miami Dolphins Legend Show. I'm your host, Pat Catello. Joined alongside Rich Van Zant as the Miami Dolphins increased their record to five and three, and it's uh, two a time. As the, uh, the Miami Dolphins couldn't ask for a, a, a better day than they had out in Arizona, as the Dolphins beat the uh, Arizona Cardinals 34-31. Tua Tagliavoa uh, gets his second win in a row, and a very uh, impressive performance. Uh, very different than the first uh, game that he started. Uh, against the Rams, which uh, in, not so much in that the defense didn't do anything, uh, but that was a defensive-led battle, um, and, and, and Tua was, you know, uh, certainly uh, tough to read what he did there, but, but he changed that, and he changed that dramatically uh, out in Arizona uh, yesterday because um, he just had uh, glimmers and, and showed you, uh, you know, uh, what he can do when, when, when he's clicking on all cylinders. As he goes 20 for 28, 248 yards, has two touchdowns, and, and most importantly, again, zero interceptions. And uh, take note of that, uh, two weeks in a row now. That's an important note. I mean, you've got a rookie that, that, that's coming here against, uh, you know, one of the top defenses in the NFL and then, and then a, a very good defense and, and uh, a very good team in Arizona. Uh, and and doesn't throw any any picks there, and of course he has the uh, 35 yards rushing on the ground, which was uh, the most exciting part of uh, of the game, in my opinion. And he had the one uh, spectacular run where he uh, he he basically juked. Uh, uh, I think it was a corner, pops possibly a linebacker, uh, basically out of his out of his shoes. I mean, it was an unbelievable move. Um, so it was an exciting day, and it was a again a, a gigantic team effort as uh, the Dolphins' defense is spectacular in the sense that they had the four turnovers, and uh, Arizona, number one ranked offense in football. So take that to heart as they uh, they stopped them out there. And uh, just a very, very uh, good day for the Miami Dolphins as they are starting to really get on a roll here. They go to 5-3. and three. Uh, They're on a, uh, a winning streak now, um, which... Uh, I think when you when you look at it, you know, has they've they've turned that tie that that tie that me and Rich have been talking about. Um, they've they've basically got to the point now where uh, you know four four wins in a row. Um, they're starting to they're over 500, obviously, and uh, staying in this race. Uh, Buffalo seven and two, so they um, played the one extra game there. So you got the one loss. Uh, you know, in uh, the loss column, they're they're. 
two out in the win column, and then New England, who plays tonight against the Jets uh, at two and five. Um, you know, they get a little break there, which we'll talk about. But uh, the Dolphins uh, are certainly. Uh, putting themselves in a very good position. So without further ado, uh, let's get Rich in here. And uh, Rich, again, you have a a performance which is a team performance. I mean, they clicked on on all cylinders. The defense came up with some big, big turnovers, uh, which you have to be happy about. And uh, and Tua, this is the kind of performance that you, you, you you were hoping to get, especially early on. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know how to do a show after four wins in a row. We've never this is uncharted territory for us. It's not easy. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> no, it really is. No. I mean, you know, joking aside, <laughs> we haven't been here in a yeah. long, long time. No, it just it feel doesn't it feel weird? I mean, it feels good, but it's just it's strange, you know. But no, they. Oh, yeah. you know, I really like what I saw from Tui yesterday. I was very impressed. You know what? You know he wasn't running before he looked at the pass. He was looking at the pass, and then when that didn't, when that broke down, he ran at the last moment. He he looked at it. You know, like we mentioned yesterday. You know, he if the first read wasn't there, he went to two and three. At sometimes, you know, for a guy that's yeah. playing his second game, and you know you you're not staring down one receiver. I'm very impressed with that. That that was very you know very nice to see that. And you know, I think the MVP of the game though is uh, is our kicker. You know, yeah. I mean, he yeah. had another Jason, tremendous game. Yeah, there's not really better than this kid. You know? No, we, we we got ourselves a good one for the first time in a long time. Jason Sanders, 17 yep. for 17 now on the year, sets a Dolphin uh, yep. franchise record by doing that, and uh, absolutely uh, it, it keeps us in the game and 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 basically puts you ahead. Uh, this kid's a very good kicker, and 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 I'm glad that we finally have him. And uh, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, he will be a mainstay on this team for a long time. Because, like you said, um, you know, he he he's a good one. He's one of the better better kickers in the NFL right now. You know, it's just nice not to have to worry about that. You know, uh, every time you know, you line up. I mean, we've had some doozies over the years. You know, it's just. Well, you know, nice I'm a kicker that, guy. Like, yeah. yeah, I'm a kicker you know, guy, and you know that yeah. I, I've been bothered yeah. by it for for a while now, because that that's one area that just drives me crazy, and it drives me crazy from a franchise standpoint how they just they 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 play games with these kickers as if they're not a big deal and they're a huge deal. And I I thought that they played games with Carpenter and kind of ruined his mindset, and and uh, you know they just had so many guys coming in and out of here that I just were, were not comfortable with, you know. Um, and uh, it, it, this is this is a kicker now that I think you know is very solid. And like you said, it's it, he has been automatic. Uh, it's not that it's always going to be automatic, but at least you feel you know you start get confidence now that you're you, you're you're more apt to make a kick than to miss a kick. And we haven't had that feeling right. in a while. It's something that you don't have to worry about it every time. You know, like you know. Even when yes. the game's not on the line, the first quarter, you don't have to worry about the guy shanking one, you know, and just, like, changing yeah. the whole flow of the game, which is so nice to see, you know? Yeah, yeah, no doubt about it. And we had also uh, talked last week, I, I brought up a big point that you didn't see much to work with or, or to get a grading uh, of Tua against the Rams. But the one thing I did point out was that it started off real rough for him, and he was very 
composed and uh, and and mentally strong, and uh, and I think that's you know carried over now to when you see him looking at the second and third read, and and, and then you know uh, then running if needed to. Um, I think that's all attributed to the mindset that he has and the confidence that he has, and that's only going to get better and better. So you you have to like that. Um, you certainly have to like the fact that you know he 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 looked very healthy. I guess is the best way to put it. Um, you know, yep. he, uh, coming off a major injury, and I know that you're very concerned with that, and and that certainly passed the the you know the the, the test as far as you know uh, what he was able to do and, and 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 confident in doing it. You know, so that that those are all very very good signs early on. And what what I liked yesterday too was like you could see how. You know, it was a very stagnant type of offense that was, you know, run last week. You know, especially with the big lead. They they were just trying to kill the clock, it just seemed. And he, he was just doing dumb passes and screens and everything. And they really seemed yes. to be clicking and opening it more. And it wasn't, and you could see there wasn't as many drop passes this week as there was last week. So I think that's the, you know, I think that has a lot to do with being, you know, the lefty curve. You know, they're just like getting used to the lefty quarterback. And you could see the improvement yeah, pop- from one week. Yeah, possible. The only thing I would say about that is you you had some different players involved here, you know, so that didn't even have them last week. I mean, you had, you know, I guess Mark Collins would be the big name that you'd you'd bring into that mix as he, you know, he scores a touchdown. Uh, And Grant now uh, a lot more in the mix because of uh, because of injuries, uh, you know. So um, yeah, yeah, I mean, we'll see. I thought they were going to play that guy. I thought they were going to play that guy Callaway. That's the guy they're in love with. That like the. you know, we went from one of the Florida schools. You know, that was the that's the reason right. we traded. That's the reason we right. traded. Uh, what's his face to the Patriots? What's his name? Who we just traded to the Patriots? The receiver. Yeah, I, I uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> How can yeah, I forget yeah, you for the week? You just threw me <laughs> up to yeah. Um, uh, Isaiah Ford. So we we, we trade <laughs> Isaiah Ford, which which is something that we can you know uh, talk about. Um, whether or not I, I think both of us felt like, yeah, why even throw them any sort of lifeline, you know, for for yeah, basically getting ridiculous. a seventh round pick out of it, seemed a little bit foolish to me, you know. Um, but yeah, so that, uh, regardless, along with this Callaway, who they brought up to the active roster after that, you know, you know, he's supposedly a speed demon, and he dropped out in the draft because of I don't know some issues he had personally or something. I don't know what the hell they were talking about. And, and but was that, he active? You know, I thought we were going to see him a little bit. I don't know. They, he was supposed to be. Because he's I not listed. I see him on the field at all. He wasn't listed on the depth chart at all. In fact, uh, uh, what what they had, um, you know, depth-wise was they basically had Devontae Parker, Preston Williams, Jakeem Grant as your three. And then they had uh, Malcolm Perry, Matt Collins, and Kirk Merritt as the three backups. <laughs> So, uh, you know, so the yeah, I, all week was this Callaway guy, and then they don't even activate him on the. I don't know. It's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, 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 I didn't, I didn't see him. So, yeah, I don't know what the the status is with that. Yeah, you're absolutely right there. It's, it's, well, you know, I, I, I think if you read a page article, it's something to be curious to watch him play, right? And then he doesn't even activate him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But you know my theory on that, too. I mean, I think they make up stuff. They need stories to write, and, you know, they, they do all this stuff. I mean, Xavier Howard, Xavier Howard was traded four times before the trade deadline. You know, I've seen four different stories of where he was going, <laughs> you know, that were confirmed. 
So, you know, it is what it is, I guess, at this point. But um, the one thing that I will say is that when you when you look at, you know, things clicking, you know, injuries obviously are something that, you know, you, you, you really – don't want to happen at this at this time. And there was some good news that came with Preston Williams, as his X-rays were negative. So I guess it's looking like it's a, it's a sprain of some sort. And you know um, we'll see how that goes. We'll watch that closely. But uh, so it looks like at least you get out of that woods with that. Yeah, which usually when we see one of our guys on a cart, usually see you next year. You know, we usually yeah. don't get this lucky with something like that. Yeah, no doubt. You know what I was thinking, Rich, as I'm watching this unfold, right? I'm going to throw a name at you right now. And uh, Albert Wilson. I mean, how yeah. how far removed are we now from the Albert Wilson era? And I don't know where, where it's going to go. I, I don't think you'll see him again in a Dolphin uniform. But isn't it amazing nice. how far removed you are from, from the yeah. Albert Wilson era at this juncture? Yeah, I mean, you know, he... he, he opted out for COVID, took his 350000 and and left. I mean, it, you know, if he makes the team next year, he has to pay that back. So I don't even know yeah. why you would do something like that. I don't know. You would think the guy would think he had something to prove after not really doing anything with this contract that we gave him, being hurt all the time. Yeah. I, I don't know. just doesn't seem like it's a real smart move on his part. No, I mean, the only thing I'll say to that is you get forgetting real quick in this league. That's my point, you know? Yeah, you're right about that. You're right. But the only thing I'll say about that is, you know, maybe he did have a a general, uh, a real concern about the virus. So, you know, I have to give him a little leeway there because that's everybody's own, you know, everybody's got to make their, you know, their their own choices. I'm just saying, but you know how this league is, you know? I mean, you know, outside, out of mind. I mean, you know, once you're gone, you're gone. They don't care. Yeah, it's a dangerous move. There's no doubt about it. There's a yeah. da- it's a dangerous move to to do that. We'll see how it plans out. We wish the best for him, but uh, yeah, I mean, there, there's no doubt about that. When you look at this offense, uh, receiver-wise, now I'm talking right. When you look at it, um, I think it's starting to gel uh, in in a lot of ways. Receiver-wise, I'm talking. You know, uh, I, I know you don't love Grant as a receiver. I think he's he's fine as a as a as a four. You know, impossibly a three, which he he kind of stepped into a two, and we it seemed like we were fine with that. So I'm I'm fine with Grant. I think he's a lot better than than you you know you've made him out to be. But what I think is why this is working so well is because I think we found ourselves now with with one of the one of the better tight ends in football in Gasecki, without a doubt. And I think all the tight ends have been contributing. In, in a very vast way, which has improved the receiving core. Yeah, I think so too. I think you're 100 percent right. I mean, yeah, you know, how many tight ends do we have, by the way? Six of them. Well, <laughs> yeah, I, it, it, there's every week we discover a new one. <laughs> it's right, it's unbelievable. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you got this, you got Kaseki, you got Smythe, and you got Shaheen, right? And then we see yeah. there's a fourth one now uh, in, in, in the mix yesterday. He could have now, didn't he? Yeah, well, well, that's yeah, Collins. So. so I don't oh, know what yeah. you can. That's Matt Collins, right? But he's listed as a receiver. I think he's just a very big receiver. He's six four, two hundred twenty oh, okay. pounds. I was looking into this guy, and uh, you know, he, he he's from uh, UNC. He's he, you know he's a, he's a big guy. I mean, he's a very yeah, big he's guy. Just... So he's tight end like. Oh, yeah. Boy. So <laughs> can't make it up. 
<laughs> no, but I, I mean, listen, I think it's a very good problem to have, and I think that, that's yeah, the no. reason. Yeah. I mean, me and you are tight end guys to a degree. You know, we're, 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 we're tight end yeah, guys yeah, to the fact of, you know, when, when you get – we were raised on that with the with the you know the Bruce Hardy, the Joe Rose, and then the the, the Dan Johnsons, Dan Johnson. right? Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. Um, I, yeah. you know. I think even both of us respect you know the Mandiches and the and the Flemings from you know the the the, the Super Bowl days, right? And and then and then yeah. you know we we've well, always had different. And when you don't have a good one, you're in a lot of trouble in this league. You know, yeah. you don't have a Gronkowski, but we had so 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 many inept ones over the years. You know, but we have really was but, a keeping ball on our offense. But we I also think, too. yes, that's what yeah. I was going to say. I think we've also had some very good ones. And when I say that, listen, we have the greatest quarterback to ever play the game. You know, certainly, certainly yep. the greatest passer ever. So, so yeah, maybe he made some of these guys even better. But you know, I mean, even when you had the Farrell Edmonds, right, or, or or you know, you had. Um, uh, in, in, in the more '90s era, you know, you, they they brought in obviously like you know Eric Green, and then they they, they had uh, uh, um, who, who was um, the uh, um, trying to think in the Jimmy Johnson era. Uh, I'm having a, a little bit of a block on him, but he was uh, another very good tight end, I thought. Troy Drayton. Uh, Troy Drayton. There you go. I think Drayton was you know he was solid. You know we've always had that tight end that's able to to make some, you know, big plays and big catches and stuff like that, which I've always enjoyed. I think you have as well. Yeah. No, I always did that. I always liked that position. You know, and then we had Charles Clay, you know, in the recent future, and then we gave up on him, let him go to the Bills, which I really didn't understand yeah. that move. You know? Yeah. He was like, uh, 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 what's the word? Flanker, like, you know, kinda, I, uh, yeah, kind of like a, a flanker slash, yeah, it yeah. leader, you know? Full, full tweener, he's a good like ball back into, Yeah, he was very yeah. good ball player. That's why Rex Ryan jumped all over him. Um, yeah, yep. very good ball player. Yeah, no doubt about it. So, uh, so all in all, offensively, you know, I thought I, I, I see things coming together. I see a lot of things that I like. Running back wise, we're very depleted right now, injury wise. You know, just extremely depleted. So, I think that's something that you have to take in mind. You know, when you look at you know what they were doing, and it's funny we have another guy kind of step up in Salvin Ahmad. Uh, so uh, you know he came out of nowhere. He played basically. very well, by the way. Yeah, he played very well yesterday. You know, he I would, did. I would elevate him to number two or three. You know, when uh, yeah, you know, when the other guys get back. Yeah, I I, I agree with you. Um, you know, he's the guy that uh, you know came out of nowhere. He you know he he had thirty eight yards. Seven carries it may not look like a major thing, but that's you know that's over a five yard average, and he had some big runs, and uh, and you know you have uh, Gaskin out, and Jordan Howard makes a you know a pretty big appearance and, and, and impact there as well. He has the touchdown, and you know so you know we're beat up there, but there's some guys that certainly contributed, and and I think it's enough right now. You know, uh, until you kind of see where this goes. It's not a running back league anymore, so you can certainly do some things, uh, uh, you know, by majority committee. But, you know, we'll see how that kind of shakes out, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, it's, you're not going to bring in Walter Payton at this point. you got to go what you have at this point. I mean, I, I still yeah. think they should have drafted somebody this year. You know, I, I think they really could have got, you know, 
you know, a, a definitely a superstar running back. They, you know, was right for it was for the picking with the third pick in the draft in the first round that they had. They, they could have got somebody that you know could have been there ten years and could have been a star, but you know they went in a different direction. You know, we don't run the draft, and that's one of the reasons no. we're in this position that we've been in for this decade is because we don't run the draft. But you're yeah, you're, you're more that, right. You're, you're more right than wrong on that, but you're you're a long way from the ten year superstar right now on that too. So we'll see how that kind of yeah, shakes out. But I understand what but you're saying. But they had a shot. You know, they did yeah. have a shot. You know, to get somebody like that. That's my point. You know, when you when you have a right, chance, could, I think when you have three first round picks and you have a chance to get the best running back in the draft when you have no running back, you got to jump on that. I mean, it's a gift. But you know, fair enough. Fair enough. Good point. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll come on back right after this. When the autumn mist is drawing near and you hear the whistle sound and the crowd cheer, you'll know it's that special time once again for head-to-head combat and first and ten. So follow those that are in the know and listen to Pat and Rich and the Legends Show. All episodes of the Pat Catello Show available now on iTunes. This is former Miami Dolphins Mark Super Duper, and you are listening to the Miami Dolphin Legend Show with Pat Catello. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello, sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975 while playing for the Miami Dolphins. He recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Cotello.
Okay, welcome back. Miami Dolphins Legends Show, Pacatello, Rich Van Zant. As uh, we rehash the uh, Miami Dolphins' decisive victory over the Arizona Cardinals, just a reminder, you can uh, catch us uh, right on Blog Talk Radio, but you can also go right to iTunes and get our uh, shows delivered right out to your phone. Just go right to the iTunes store. Send us any questions or comments at uh, Pacatello Show at yahoo.com. And uh, you can always catch us on... Uh, What's the website? I think it's uh, richwaswrongaboutgrant.com. Right, Rich? Is it .com or is it .org? I'm not, I'm not sure on that one. Uh, uh, here we go. You know, we, <laughs> you know we've talked a lot, you obviously. Know, don't, don't, about tie a, don't tie a rope to that wagon yet, okay, please? Just no, relax. No, no, no not, not solid yet. No, we're still, we're still off no. the <laughs> You know, we've Listen, we've talked a lot about um, the Dolphins' offense and Tua. It's very exciting. You know, there's no doubt about it. Um, but you know, Dolphin defense has really been playing well, and I think, you know, we we obviously have to give them a lot of credit. Uh, Arizona and Murray, number one ranked offense going into that game. So they certainly had their yep. work cut out for them. They're receiving quarter. We gave a lot of points, is, though. You know, we gave up points but you know they are the number one offense and we had the turnover so yeah I mean we didn't shut them out there's no, I'm not saying that um but uh you know I'm, I'm just basically saying that you know we were up against the top statistically the top oh yeah they, they scored over 30 points four weeks in a row now you know that right. they definitely score points I mean their receivers are crazy I mean when Larry Fitzgerald's not your number one that's pretty scary you know yeah yeah, ab- absolutely. I mean, um, I was just going to say, I mean, when you look at that re- receiving core, you know, uh, Fitzgerald and DeAndre Hopkins, you know, arguably the best in football. And then, uh, you know, you're big on, uh, I think it's Christian Kirk, right? Is that the guy you're really big on? Yeah. And he had, a, uh-huh. and he had, you know, he's got speed like crazy. He had the long touchdown. He was the only receiver yep. to go over hundred. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, they're talented. They're certainly talented. And Tyler Murray, you know, maybe um, you can maybe make an argument, uh, you know, that uh, just all-out athleticism. Um, I mean, you got you got the big two, but you know, maybe Jackson and maybe, uh, you know, Mahomes. But when he takes off, the things that he can do uh, running-wise, you know, he it, that's rough to defend. I mean, you've seen that even in that uh, game. I mean, it, it's yeah. just rough to defend that. So, they had their yeah, hands full, and I think they. Yeah, at one point we looked like we had them for like a sack, like you know, five year, five yards behind a lot of scrimmage. What do you rush for twenty eight yards on that play or something? You yeah. know, yeah, it means something out of nothing. I mean, it's it's crazy. Yeah, he's so fast. Yeah, he really is, and that's uh, you know that's an area we've always had a problem with. So, and, and that's yeah. changing now to the way the dominant teams play. You know, so, um, you know, it's it's nice to see that, you know, they're starting to at least handle a lot of different weapons. We had a problem with that opening up Cam Newton and Josh Allen, you know, from my mindset, you know, they, that was an issue uh, in the beginning yeah, of the season. And they just so. they didn't even do anything like crazy. They just, I mean, Cam Newton just ran the ball out of, down, I mean, just down of the throat. I mean, that yeah. was unbelievable. It was like a one-dimensional, you know, beating. They just did the same thing over and over. We couldn't stop it. And then with Buffalo, it was pretty similar, day. too. Yeah. yeah. And Buffalo, oh. you know, we were really never seemed like we were in that game either. But, you know, 
I guess it was a learning curve, you know, to get going this year. Opening day, no definitely preseason. a different team than the beginning. Yep. Yes. Yep. And that's what you want. I mean, that's the sign of a good team, right? Yeah, I mean, you want to see. You, like I said, that's what we were complaining about. Like, you know, like opening day, like why didn't we see any improvement from the end of last year? It's like it's almost like it was a regression. And, and you know, uh, at least you saw them getting better and better every game this year. And it's, it's working yeah. so far. Yeah, agreed. Um, I mean, I still, I'm still awesome. not in love with Ken Gailey's offense. I mean, I think there's a, that's yeah. a lot to be, you know, there's a lot of issues there. I don't know why. Well, I think why, why, why you would go back in a time capsule and bring this guy back. I mean, you know, isn't his time over with now? I mean, he's out of the league what three, four years. We saw what his offense was like when the guy was younger, which is no bargain. So why would you bring a guy like this back to run a, you know, rookie quarterback and in a, in a different kind of offense? Just bizarre to me. Well, I think that uh, the Ryan Fitzpatrick uh, thing was was the main reason. I mean, that's his guy, and they work so well together. Yeah. And to be honest with you, it was very, it was working very well. So you got to give credit there too. On even when Changeli, I get what you're saying, but you got to give him credit for that. Now, how it's going to translate to Tua, I don't know, because it seems like he really has the brakes on him. You know, especially early on, maybe a little too cautious, and Tua kind of is starting to break out of that. So let's give it a little bit more time before we jump all over that. I mean, they are five and three; they're on a four-game winning streak. I understand what you're saying, and Shane Gailey doesn't necessarily seem like, you know, the the top guy I I would want in charge of the offense with Tua there. But I'm, you know, listen, I'm gonna, I'm willing to like let's let it play out and let's see where it goes. You know, that's that's all I'm saying there. Um, you know, and, and we'll see if they do start making some adjustments here or there. I mean, you know, obviously there's a lot more good than bad that we've seen. Staying on no the uh, defensive side. Yeah. Staying on the defensive side now, Rich. Um, I, liked, uh, I like a lot of things that I'm seeing, but Shaq Lawson uh, really starting to play well. And uh, Manuel Ogba. I mean, we kind of found somebody there. I, I know I was joking around with you early on that he's, you know, wearing Wake's number and, and, and all that. But this guy can play. I mean, he's got one sack. He's got a sack in the last five games, five in a row. I mean, yeah, that's, you know, he has been playing very well. The, there, whole, right? the whole defensive line's actually playing well, though. I mean, that, that turns sure around is. quickly. I mean, we couldn't sniff the quarterback in the beginning, and now they're, you're putting pressure on him constantly. So whatever they did, they you know – it seems like when Gazoo or whatever his name is, what's that guy's name? Gotcha. How do you pronounce that? Gotcha. 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 When he went out, they got better. I don't know if it's coincidence or what, but it seems like his injury like propelled this defensive line into playing better. Yeah, so uh, yeah, I don't know. I think that's more of coincidence, to be quite honest with you. Zach, Zach Sisler, I think, came in uh, – that's, uh, you know, and, and replaced him. But, uh, you know, they mix it up a lot in there. I mean, Raquan Davis is, you know, playing end and, and, and uh, Ogba, like we said, and Shaq Lawson and, you know, um, and then, of course, uh, Baker and Van Oy, you know, uh, pushing up pressure. Now, they don't run a conventional, you know, a lot of times. So you see Rowe in there. The linebacking and stuff is, is strange. They, they run a very different kind of – so those guys, you know, the, the – the, uh, Wilkins, uh, Davis, and then, you know, when you got Agba now and, and, and Lawson, that, that's your main guys on the line. And you're absolutely right. They've been playing really, really well. And, and, you know, I've said that's the most important. 
Like that that changes everything. That wins Super Bowls. Absolutely. If you don't put pressure on a quarterback, you're gonna get ripped up. There's no question about it. If you let these guys sit back there and scan the field, you know, the fact that you can't hand anybody downfield, you're gonna get chewed up. There's no question about it. You have to go you have to go and get the quarterback and if you can't sack him, you have to make him uncomfortable. Even the hits after yeah. he, as he's throwing, just to let you know that you're there. You know, look how, how do you beat Brady all those years? You got to hit him. I was just going to say, that's the yeah. Brady formula, right? That's that's the Brady yep. formula. You're absolutely right. He doesn't so, like it. Um, he doesn't play the same way when he gets hit. You know, but look at the beat yeah. he took last night. You know. I mean, he was nonstop under pressure. Uh, that offensive line in the yep. games that I've seen them lose, that's been a problem, right? I mean, he's just been yep. in the Chicago game. I mean, when that, that offensive yeah. line seems to be really faltering at times, and they just crush him. I, I had to wonder well, why he know, was even in there late in that game. They they've lost three games and twice by the Saints, and the Saints gave him a beating twice. They really they really stepped it up last night. Yeah, they made a statement. There's an unarguable statement. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a game now, you know, and that's a tight division. Uh, you know, now that they now they've swept them, they got the tiebreaker. Um, there's there's no way around that. I mean, that's it's a major major statement that the Saints made last night. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. And breaking breaking news: Drew Brees passed Brady for most touchdown passes. By the way, <laughs> breaking news. I know it's <laughs> unbelievable. You almost I. I'll tell you what, I almost wanted a back and forth to see how they were going to handle the nonsense of it. You know, but it, it turned out that Breeze just really made a, a statement and went ahead of him by a few. Four, four to nothing. So, uh, right? I know, you, so how long, how long is that one staying the case? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, probably not as long as you think because you know how inconsistent they are. And, uh, you know, Breeze and that team will travel somewhere and they'll lay an egg and Brady will put up you, four you touchdowns. Think about it, you know right? what I mean? Even, even when you're – even when you're – like, Breeze is ahead of this, right? you got to keep every ball in case it's last. Every ball has got to be kept, right? Every one could be because you just don't know. Yeah. You just don't you know, know how it's going to be. Yeah. No, you don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, uh, it's a little morbid. You got to carry. You got to carry. You got to carry at least ten more balls to every game, just in case. You know. <laughs> don't forget about the ties too. You got to keep those ties yeah. too, because you don't know. You got to keep those ties. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's insane. I know. It, it, <laughs> it really is it, insane. It, yeah. Yeah. It, it's 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 a it's a problem. It really is. And and where do they go and at what point? I mean, I guess the bottom line is you don't see that displayed in Canton, Ohio, at least for the year, right? So you wait till no. at least the end of the year to <laughs> have a rotating display going on there. So, open the case again. I got another one. <laughs> yep, absolutely. And I thought it was really interesting. What do you do with the one from two weeks ago? That's just garbage now? Yeah. I thought it was really interesting they showed the timeline there. And, and, as, and as ridiculous as it is that it's getting past you, like we say every week, uh, you know, it just if you really see what's going on, it really makes you appreciate a guy like Marino that much more in that, you know, he went for so long and then how he shattered everything for so long, you know, and the, as the timeline went on there, you know. And then till now, where it's ridiculous where it's at now. It's, it's, it's oh, I know. sights on 600. <laughs> And and it will get there soon, sooner than later, it will be there. So uh, yeah, I mean it's 
it is what it is. It is what it is. But um, you know, I, I I just think that you know the game has changed so much. You know, there, there's no doubt about it. But um, it's the kind of thing where you know, in, in, in for an offensive a player like we had, you know, to to see that that's where the biggest changes took place in the league, you know, and um, you know, and you, you kind of see. Uh, changing of the guard in a lot of senses. I told you last week, or when uh, you know, I, I just seen Rogers and the way he was with Breeze. You could kind of tell. You could kind of tell the rivalries that went on. I mean, it's, it's it's basically four guys, right? It's four guys. I always said, I always said in the, in the '80s and that. I mean, it was always Marino and Montana, and then Elway got in there. And then you know, and then I guess Favre came like later to initiate Kelly. to the to the nineties, well, like, right? Kelly too yeah, wasn't Kelly views one of the best too, you know. Kelly, Kelly certainly is a Hall of Famer, but from what I'm talking about, you know, oh, you mean the record? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Well, not just yeah, the record. Know, I, I just never, mean like Elway was never a record guy. Neither was Montana. You know. I'm not really talking about the record, though. I'm not really talking about the record. Okay. I'm talking about just in the sense of who's the who's the, the two greatest. You know what I mean? Who's the right. two greatest of their era? You know what I mean? And to me, it was after you get through that, it, it, it was unarguably Peyton Manning and, and Tom Brady. And I think it is. And I don't think that's yep. going to be touched. I mean, it's those two. It is. That's what it is. But then I, I think as it went on, and if you want to go to another tier, I think it's Rodgers and Brees. And I think you yep. could see that rivalry when they played each other. You know what I mean? Um, I don't think Drew Brees looks at Tom Brady that same way. I think he acknowledges what Tom Brady's done, and he may think, you know, that he's just as good as him, but I think he acknowledges that Tom Brady's career is second to none. You know what I mean? But I think there's a real yep. fire between Aaron Rodgers and Drew Brees. And now I think you have an enormous amount of really, really good young quarterbacks. I think it has changed over. A year or two ago, me and you went through the league, and, and we thought there was mediocre quarterbacks galore. I believe now there are Hall of Famers in this league now, in their second, third year, fourth year. Like, I, I, I really believe that. Mahomes. I think it has this, – this whole league has turned over so much. That I think that what you're witnessing, even when you get to the to the Josh Allen's, the Kyler Murray's, of course Jackson and Mahomes, and hopefully Tua, and that's just to name a few. I mean, this has turned over tremendously in this league to a lot of lot yeah. of young talents that I really really like. I think Burroughs is definitely going to be a talented guy. You know, um, I, I even think Baker Mayfield is here to stay. I really do. I mean, now obviously we have to see where these teams do around these guys, but there's a lot of new young talent in the league, and and I like it. Yeah, there was a, there was a well. There's still some bad ones too, but you know, you, you know, it's Always. not like the '70s where everybody had a good one. You know, but uh, I think yeah, Getting I think it's closer. definitely a, it's a it's a tick up from what it, how it's been. You're right. It's you a know, huge. But there's pick-up. still huge still out there. There's a few, but it's getting a lot less. And you know what? There was a yeah. there was some stinkeroos in the seventies too, Rich. Let's be honest. Yeah, but like you know, Jim Hart was like one of the you know was viewed as like the lower tier, and he was a good quarterback. You know. Yeah. There were some good ones too. You know. 
Uh, Archie Manning, too. He was like the the bottom of the tier because they couldn't win, but he was still a very confident quarterback, you know. And we went through we went three years where there were some guys on the team, you know, the Mark Sanchez's in the world and stuff. I mean, you know, there were some buttes, you know. I think that's a bad example. I really do. I know you hate Sanchez, but, you know, you can say all you want about Jim Hart. I mean, Sanchez went to two straight turnover championship machine. games. He wasn't terrible. I don't care about terrible. championship games. a lot worse absolute, than Mark Sanchez. Absolute, absolute embarrassment turnover machine. Come on. Stop. Don't, don't even <laughs> act like that guy was a pro quarterback. Give me a break. He was stunk. Uh, not even being hard on him. He stunk. I'm being nice. Back after this. This is Jake Scott. <laughs> Listen to the Pacatella Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello, sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975 while playing for the Miami Dolphins. He recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Cotello. Welcome back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show. Pacatello, Rich Van Zant. as we come to the home stretch here. Uh, just a reminder, you can uh, catch us all over the board. Blog Talk Radio, iTunes, YouTube, search us out. We're there. And, uh, Rich, you know, the league, is. I think it's been pretty interesting as it's, it's kind of gone down, uh, you know, to, to the halfway part. Um, but uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, you know, still remain undefeated. Uh, the only undefeated team in football right now as um, I think they go to 8-0. and First time in the franchise's history that they were 8-0. and was a little bit surprised by that with some of the great teams that they've had, obviously. And a lot of people put them in running of, you know, the top team of all time. And it seems like they always kind of make it to, like, that 78 team is always, like, the number three, maybe four. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes, too. Played in cold weather, too. You know, you got to take that into consideration, you know. They've been a lot of sloppy games. I would think that'd be more of an advantage. Yeah, maybe, maybe not, you know. You still fumble the ball when it's cold, you know. I don't know. I mean, you know, I don't know how surprising it is. I mean, I certainly don't think they're going to go anywhere near going undefeated. I'm really, you know. I mean, worry factor is probably at like 5% with that. 
I don't think they're a great team, and I think Roethlisberger's due for one of the real stickeroos that he always gives you a year. You know, he has a couple of those, especially at this age. I don't know. Are you, yeah, were you afraid not. of this team going, running, going no. on the run? No, no, I, I'm okay. not. I mean, I would certainly like them to get a loss. It's a weird year, 2020 strange. I just would like them to get the loss. No, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't see this team no as question. an undefeated team, yeah. not by any stretch of the imagination. But I just thought it was weird that eight and zero is like the record for the for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. I mean, I can think of the Dolphins were were in the Marino in '84 were what 12 and zero, you know, thirteen. I I just yeah. think that, and I can remember. You know, I remember, you know, the uh, the Redskins taking a long thing. Obviously, we know about, you know, the uh, the, 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 the Patriots. We know about the Bears, you know. I mean, there's the, the Colts. I mean, there's been a lot of teams that have made, you know, double-digit runs, and it drives me a little bit that, that this is the, the furthest that they have been. That's all. Yes, yeah, so I got you. Now, it, I think it'll come uh, soon. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm certainly hoping that it will. I think it will. Um, you know, just, you know, that's that's my only point on that. Um, as we look around the league, and uh, you know, it's it, it, it's been a little strange um, in in the sense that uh, I think that it's starting to shape up more where you see which are the teams that are re- you know really good or whatnot. Uh, Seattle Seahawks lay an egg in Buffalo. I mean, that was a little surprising. We need Buffalo, you know, to lose, and then they go down there, and you know, Buffalo played really well. How good is Buffalo? I don't know. They're good. I don't know how good. They're, they're very good. Yeah, they're, they're much better than I thought they were at the beginning of the year. I mean, the, the quarterback matured leaps and bounds from last year, and you know, he he's the quarterback that you know a lot of people thought he could be coming out of the draft. Um, you know, it'll be interesting to say. Yeah, no doubt. I don't like that we're two games behind them. You know, that's that's not a good sign. Well, you just started lost, to come you know. on. You know, you you just started to kind of turn the corner too here. I, I don't so, know. I know. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, you know, but they could have they could have lost mean, some of these games. That's my point. You know, like Patriots last week when they fumbled. You know, going in to win the game. They had some close calls, right. so I just didn't like the fact that we're, you know, that we're still two games back. And we're playing well. That's all. You know, we're gonna have to beat them I ourselves. Would... I mean, that's that's basically yeah. how how to remedy it to, do that. to an extent. Yeah, I mean, I would rather be a game back too, but uh, you know, I'll tell you what, I I I'm, I'm much happier to make it a two man race. At least give me a two man race for the second half of the of the season. I, I would prefer yeah. that. Let's see I know, what I know you're saying. You, know? you, want, you want to knock the Patriots out. I got you. I understand that. I just want I mean, a know, two-man the, race. I mean, even if it was yeah, the Patriots, yeah. I would rather it be two. When you're fighting with three, yeah. it's it's always harder. You know, it's harder to gain ground. Now, the the Patriots, they get themselves a big break. I mean, is there any, any way the Jets show up tonight? I think it's going to be a competitive game to a degree. <laughs> but uh, is there any way Who they knows? I mean, the Jets – the Jets are very bad. I mean, they're really – and they are in major, major disarray. So, who knows? I mean, yeah. I would say no. They don't show up tonight. The Jets, no. I would say no way. I think it's going to be more competitive than you think. I'm not saying they blow them out, I don't think – I think what, what it's all said and done, I don't think the Jets are winning this game. I, I'd be shocked. Right. Kansas City, you know, they're they're still a very strong team. 
Um, the Raiders are a weird team. They squeak out victories. They squeaked one out against the you know the Chargers. Um, the Chargers just can't win a game. They just cannot win a game. They just they get right to the cusp of the of the goal line at the end of every game, and they just can't win. It's crazy. It's I've never seen a team snake bit as much as that. You know, yeah. like half a season. What, what did they blow? Five games at the end? It's crazy. Yeah, it's it's crazy. He's really snake bitten, Herbert. He really is. And yeah. uh, Tennessee shows that they're vulnerable. So AFC is weird. You know, there are still some some top teams, but you know, it, it, it's getting a lot closer now. When you look at the yep. NFC. Uh, Saints and Buccaneers, you know, they are what they are. Uh, we watched that last night. You know, this NFC East is just kind of crazy, but it's almost like the Eagles are starting to run away with it at 3-4-1. <laughs> They're almost running <laughs> away ways. with it. 3-4-1 <laughs> here in first place. Oh, boy. First place? I mean, first seriously, place they, said, they said it's mathematically possible that a, a team in the NFC East could win five games and win the division. Yeah. I think you're looking at them. I think if the Eagles win another two games and the rest of these teams keep losing like they are, I yeah. think it's almost an insurmountable lead. I mean, it really is. You it's can't you, you can't give them a bye week like that, you know? That's <laughs> how it's going to happen. We've seen, we've seen the Seahawks win the division at 7-9. and nine. Yeah. yeah, and hosted the Saints at 1. Yep, yep, I know. It's, you know, it's strange, but it's yeah. the way it's going. And then, uh, you know, and Arizona, that, that NFC West is a tight division. I mean, yeah. Seahawks lead it at 6-2. Yep. and two. Arizona now, we really put a, a hammer to them. They go down to 5-3. and three. The Rams are 5-3. and three. We had a lot to do with this division stacking up. Oh, I know. And then the 49ers are 4-5 and five because of all their injuries, you know? Yep. It's, it's weird. We beat all let, three. let me throw this at you. It's crazy. Right? Let me throw this at you. And, th- and this is something I can see happening. And I'm surprised that, and I wonder if there was talks about this, but I can see Belichick going after Jimmy Garofalo again. Really? I think that there are some issues out there. And I think that he still sees what he has. And I think that Garoppolo's stock has gone down a lot. Now, he's hurt, but he's also been playing lousy. And I think that there's a chance of some kind of a move where they would, he would go after him. Now, whether or not it would ever actually come to fruition, I would say is probably – Forty sixty for him to do it, but I think that that's in the cards. I think there's still well, they, play there. They have they have mentioned that he may, he may be finished over there in San Francisco. Yeah, yeah. They mentioned that and the first company move on. So, and that's what popped in my head. Now I don't think there's any way that he moves on from there without Belichick making a hard move to get him. I don't want it to happen. Do you think but it's a, you see you think that a little bit? Released, though? I think he could be released, though. I don't think Belichick would have to play, you know, even, even you know, go out and get him, like, trade-wise. I think that the Niners right, could release he, him to get away from that contract. Yeah. 
So if they release him, obviously the Patriots wouldn't be first in line, although they're doing pretty bad, so they're not going to be anywhere near last in line either. Well, I don't know. But if when they when will... you get released like that, when you're a veteran, right, don't you basically clear waivers and then you can go anywhere you want? You're a free agent? But you got to clear you waivers, though, like right? That? Yeah, and I don't know yeah, if don't you have to clear waivers. Yeah, because then you, if, you, well, if you – yeah, but we're saying if you – he's going to clear waivers because no one's going to want to assume that contract. Well, so what is the contract and how much is guaranteed? A lot of it. That they would have to saying, take if you on? Release, well, you, got a contract, you would have to take over that contract. It doesn't matter how much is guaranteed. You'd have to, you'd have to assume whatever the crazy amount he's making a year. You know what I mean? Well, I don't see them, then maybe they won't take that on either, but they'll let him clear waivers, and I think they'll go after him and try to yeah, make a contract like with said, him. Yeah, that's my point. Hey, look, they, they stink this year too, so they could be the first one in line for yeah. him. You're not thinking about that. That's the other thing. They would never take that contract. What's that? Rich, didn't I just say that? Didn't I just tell you that? Did you just say that? Did you just say yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> I guess I thought it was my idea. <laughs> you know what? Put, so, put my point, my point is, though, the phone. But they would never, they would never take, they would never take on that contract. They would wait until he cleared the waivers, and then that he's yeah. And I think that I think it would be mutual. Yeah. I think Garoppolo yeah. would love to go back there. Maybe I really do. We don't know what went down there. Yeah, but we don't know what the, what the relationship was with him and Belichick. Who knows? That you know that you well, know he sours people pretty quickly. Well, obviously, we know what went down there in the sense that it cost, I think, Brady. And I think that's what closed the flow out. I think Belichick wanted yeah. him. He was in love with him. Yeah, and then Brady got all bent and Kraft made him trade him. And, and yeah, I, I mean, I I don't know. From all we've heard on that, Rich, it seems like yeah, that Belichick. Yeah. I wouldn't want to see that. That would really be no. lousy right now, right? To see him, you know. It would be fun. But, no, it wouldn't be fun. No, it, it wouldn't. I mean, this guy went to a Super Bowl without him. It's Belichick's guy. He knows that system. Yeah. That would probably be his number one pick to have a guy come in there to extend his uh, thing. So let's kind of yeah. hope that that doesn't happen, you know, if you will. All right, so let's let's move ahead as we come to the end here. Uh, Dolphins now have uh, San Diego, I believe, right, coming home? Yes. Yep. Uh-huh. Uh, snake bitten team, which I don't like. I don't like the fact no, that, like that they're snake bitten. No. You know, no. they're bound to get no, one here. Good. But and yeah. Herbert's playing well. But you know what? So are we. We're playing very well right yeah. now. Um, I, I guess what you want is you want to just continue what you're doing. This seems like a really good game to open it up and let Tua kind of continue on what he's doing. And uh, absolutely, you know. Yeah, you know. Turn it loose. I think that you know, so we got, turn it loose yeah. a little bit, you know. Yeah. So uh yeah, this is gonna say a lot. This is a big game. You're two over five hundred, so you're not getting kicked back to that, but you can really make a statement getting to six and three. Six and three. Sure. You know, you're doubling five hundred, right? So that that yeah. that's you're, important. Yeah. You're getting yeah, to the point so. of legitimacy, which I hate to say that word out loud, but you know. We'll see. No, you certainly are. You certainly are. Yep. I mean, if uh, if they're able to do that, you know, then that definitely would be something interesting. Okay, so uh, we got the Jets 
hosting the Patriots yeah. now, and we'll see how that goes, and and uh, we'll, we'll kind of see how the rest of this plays out. But next week we will know a lot more. So um, you know, we'll see how it goes. I, you know, I mean, I, I like being in this mix, and you know, it, uh, it like you said, I mean, it, it gives you, it legitimizes you, and it's been a while, and. Um, and it's even sweeter when it's, you know, two teams that you're vying for. So, hope for the best. Absolutely. Time will continue, I guess, Rich. All, All right, buddy. buddy. That's our show for today. We'll see you next week, and uh, hopefully the Miami Dolphins continue on from where they are. Took a look down a westbound road, right away I made my choice. Headed out to my big two-wheeler, I was tired of my own boy. Took a beat on the northern plains and just rolled that power on. Twelve hours out of Mackinac City, stopped in a 